Hi, I'm Genevieve and Stein. And I'm Zombemi. Welcome to the Science Sisters. <laughs> Broadcasting from our basement, six feet underground, in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Science Sisters is a not-so-spooky podcast about science for kids, by kids, plus our dagula. We're back for a three-episode spooktacular. What spooky science are we looking at today, girls? Well... <laughs> ah! Amy, you scared us. And that's what we're talking about today, the science of fear. I love Halloween, but I don't really love being scared too much. Yeah, some people love to be creeped out, spooked, scared, or terrified, and other people really don't love it. But the truth is, being scared isn't so scary once you understand it. What do you mean? Fear is just your body's emotional response to something you experience. It's like other emotions like anger, happiness, sadness, or excitement. Yeah, and dad. Do you know about the amygdala? Tell me about it. The amygdala is the part of the brain that processes memory and decision-making related to emotions. There's two of them, one on each side of our brains, and they're about the same size and shape as an almond. In fact, they're called the amygdala after the Greek word for almond. Some research shows that the right amygdala is related to negative emotions and the left amygdala is related to the brain's reward system and good emotions. The amygdala plays an important role in fear because it's related to both making memories of emotions like fear and controlling our reactions when we're afraid. And fear is one of what scientists call our primal emotions, or the most basic survival emotions. Each one is related to things that help us stay alive. So, what do you think, girls? Ready? I think it's time for a... Science break! We have six basic emotions that are related to the amygdala specifically. If you've seen the movie Inside Out, you'll recognize that five of them are the main characters inside the brain in the movie. First is disgust which keeps us alive by warning us about the food or water that could hurt us. Next is surprise, which is related to our ability to detect when something is different from what we expected to happen. This helps keep us alive by alerting us to things that are different that could hurt us. On the positive side, the next is pleasure, which makes us want to have relationships with other humans that keeps us happy. It keeps us alive by keeping us in the safety of the group. Next is sadness, which is an emotion that helps us know when something is wrong with the other humans in the group and keeps us alive by giving us cues on how to support each other. Next is anger, which makes us confront problems that come up and keeps us alive by allowing us to fight against a danger when we need to. Last is fear. Fear is designed to let us know when we're in danger so we can get away or fight against the danger, which is called the fight or flight response. As a result, fear of things that have historically been more dangerous to humans, like heights or spiders, is much more common than fear of things that aren't very dangerous, like flowers or buttons. All of these emotions, fear, disgust, anger, pleasure, sadness, and surprise, create a similar response in our body. With all of these, our brain becomes alert. 
The pupils in our eyes dilate like a cat about to pounce to take in the most information we can. And sometimes our muscles tense up, including the muscles at the base of our body hair, causing the hair to stand up straight, or what we call goosebumps. Also, our breathing gets faster, and our heart rate increases to give our body the energy it needs to act. All of this happens super fast and at the same time. The amygdala is sending whatever is happening to the two other parts of the brain, the hippocampus and the frontal cortex, both of which help us process what's happening to know if we're in danger or safe. For example, if out of the corner of your eye you see a lion jumping, your amygdala immediately reacts to see what it needs to do. Your frontal cortex processes what's happening around you and tells your amygdala, hey dummy, you're at the zoo. Then instead of running away, you can run towards the lion to see how cute it is. Basically, the thinky parts of our brain can tell the emotional parts when we are actually safe. So let's get back to fear, and specifically, how fear is different. Unlike the other negative base emotions like anger and disgust, we humans rarely try to force ourselves to feel those emotions for fun. So why do we do it with fear? Why do we like being afraid? Well, it's like the lion example Genevieve just gave. When you know you're safe, scary things aren't as scary. Scary movies and stories can trick our brain into thinking it's in danger and the body acts like we are. Our brain releases a chemical called dopamine when we get scared, which it also releases when we're happy or excited. So by the time our frontal cortex catches up and tells us we're actually safe, our brain is flooded with a chemical associated with excitement and no danger. A study also showed that some people are more into scary and thrilling stuff because their brain doesn't make as much dopamine all the time, so getting scared gives them the same level of dopamine other people have normally. So, to sum it up, when we get scared, our brains turn onto high alert to protect us, and our body gets ready to fight or flee. And if we're not really in danger, that feeling can feel exciting to people. I still don't want to be scared, though. And that's okay. Everybody processes fear differently, and you don't have to love being afraid. You don't even have to love scary things to love the fall. That reminds me, can we go get a pumpkin spice hot chocolate later? That's about all for the Science Sisters this time, but if you want to talk to us, email us at sciencesisterspodcast.gmail.com or call and leave a message at 910-777-7571. Right now you can leave a spooky story and we might feature it in an episode. If you love what we're making and you'd like to help more kids discover great science, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps new people discover it. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to wash your hands, claws, or paws for 20 seconds. The Science Sisters was created and written by Genevieve and Emmy Britt, ages 10 and 7. Were produced and edited by me, their dad, Kyle Britt, with additional production and music by their uncle, Sven Britt. If you share this podcast with a kid who loves science, I know my girls would love to hear from them. Email us at the Science Sisters Podcast at gmail.com or call and leave a message at 910 777 7571.